You ever wish you could have unlimited airline miles? How about hotel reward points? Well, I'm Matt Johansson, this is Vulnerable You, and we're gonna talk about some hackers finding an easier way to do that than pulling like a George Clooney and up in the air or having a royal flush of credit cards generating miles. It turns out some opportunistic bug hunters found a way to make this a reality. Between March and May in 2023, a team of researchers, including Ian Carroll, Shaban Shah, and Sam Curry, discovered multiple security vulnerabilities with points.com. Now, if you're not familiar with points.com, it's actually the backend website that runs the rewards for a bunch of different airlines and hotels. These vulnerabilities could have allowed attackers to access sensitive customer data, even transfer points from customer accounts to their own. That's not all. The craziest security flaw they found, they ran the cookies through a tool called Cookie Buster, and they discovered that the secret used to generate and sign the session was actually just the word secret. They said they disclosed the vulnerability in the middle of the night about 3.30 in the morning, and that the site was down within an hour to fix that problem. I, for one, I'm glad I wasn't holding the pager at three in the morning to bring the site down and to learn that my secret was just the word secret. Using this secret, they were able to sign their own session cookies and give themselves super admin powers. These powers let them change the conversion rate between rewards programs so they could trade one Delta mile for 1 million Marriott points, for example. They could also look up any other user's accounts and transfer points between those accounts or even manually add points to their own account. The researchers have said that points.com was great to work with, fixed all the bugs really quickly, and like I said, even took down the site in the middle of the night when that bug report came through. I'm leaving out a whole lot of technical details. Read the write-up in the description below. If you like this content in the new format and you wanna support the channel, the best way to do that is just like this video, leave a comment below, let us know what you think. Or help spread the word, share this with a friend or a colleague. It's not every day that the CEO of a cybersecurity company calls out a major corporation for their security practices. But that's just what happened this week with the CEO of Tenable, Amit Yuran. Not to mention it being the same week that a sitting US Senator called out that same company. And of course, the corporation I'm referring to is Microsoft, the inventor of Clippy and Excel, which I think every company is actually built on top of, and I'm sure a whole bunch of other things. Recently, Senator Ron Wyden sent a letter to the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, the Department of Justice, and the Federal Trade Commission, asking all of them to hold Microsoft accountable for a pattern of negligent cybersecurity practices. This letter came in the wake of the hacks from China that we talked about in previous episodes. According to data from Google Project Zero, Microsoft products have accounted for an astonishing 42.5% of all zero days discovered in the wild since 2014. You could say with a straight face that Microsoft's main contribution to the security industry is all of the vulnerabilities that they put out that we get paid to chase, find, and fix. In March 2023, a member of Tenable's research team was investigating Microsoft's Azure platform and discovered a serious issue. This vulnerability could allow an unauthenticated attacker to access cross-tenant applications sensitive data, including authentication secrets. To give you an idea of how serious this is, the team discovered authentication secrets to an actual bank. They immediately notified Microsoft, but did Microsoft quickly fix the issue? Nope. They took more than 90 days to respond back and forth and actually only implement a partial fix. And that fix only applies to new applications. This means that many organizations, including that bank that I just mentioned, are still vulnerable and most don't even know that they're at risk. Microsoft claims that they're gonna fix this issue by the end of September, which would be four months after they were notified. The CEO of Tenable calls this response grossly irresponsible, if not 
blatantly negligent. Yorin criticizes the lack of transparency from Microsoft and their culture of toxic obfuscation. He argues that the shared responsibility model of cloud providers is broken if the vendors don't notify the customers of the issues and apply fixes openly and quickly. The other funny thing about all these cloud vulns in Azure or O365 is none of them get a CVE. This makes it hard to track, trend, report on, and make good risk decisions about where you put your data in the cloud. My key takeaway from this is the importance of transparency. If Microsoft would share with the industry and its customers that were impacted by vulnerabilities like this, we could all better respond and make more informed decisions. Staying on Microsoft for a second for this next story. For a company that struggles so much with the security of its own products, they have a top-notch Threat Intel team that shares great intel with the rest of us. Microsoft has identified a highly targeted social engineering campaign by Midnight Blizzard that's using credential theft, phishing lures sent via Microsoft Teams. This Russian threat actor is using compromised Microsoft 365 tenants to create new domains to make it look like they're a technical support entity. They then use this new domain to send Teams messages to steal credentials from targeted organizations. These Teams messages look legit because they're using a compromised account that was legit to create this new domain. This attack involves engaging the user, tricking them into approving a multi-factor authentication prompt, and once that's done, the threat actor gains access to the entire Microsoft 365 account. Microsoft's investigation indicates that this campaign has impacted more than 40 unique global organizations, targeting government, non-government, IT, uh, manufacturing, and even media sectors. Midnight Blizzard is a Russian-based threat actor attributed by the US and the UK governments as Foreign Intelligence Service of the Russian Federation, also known as the SVR. They primarily target governments, diplomatic entities, non-government organizations, IT service providers, and mainly in the US and Europe. The recommendations here, pretty obvious deploy anti-phishing authentication mechanisms like a YubiKey. Microsoft also says implement conditional access authentication strength, specify trusted Microsoft 365 organizations, keep Microsoft 365 auditing enabled, and educate all of your users about social engineering and credential phishing attacks. These ones are pretty gnarly. I would share the screenshots of the attacks. They look pretty legit coming in as Teams requests. All right record scratch. What year is it? This next story is all about infected USB drives. I haven't heard about this in a minute. Infected USB drives used to be all the rage. Every pen tester would drop a whole bunch in a parking lot as they went into an engagement and hope that someone plugged it in and ran whatever was on there. This technique has fallen out of favor, I think because USB drives aren't as popular as they used to be. They used to be everywhere. Maniot's reporting a three-fold increase in attacks using infected USB drives to steal secrets. It seems there's two major malware campaigns spreading this way right now. They're convincing users to plug in the infected USB and click on the EXE file actually on the drive to install the malware. The first major campaign is the Sogu malware. This campaign's attributed to a China-linked cyber espionage actor, Temp. Dot hex. It's one of the most aggressive cyber espionage attacks that Mandian has reported on. It uses USB flash drives to load the Sogu malware, enabling the theft of sensitive information from various industries, including construction, engineering, business services, government, health, transportation, and retail all across Europe, Asia, and the United States. What didn't I list? The second major malware campaign is called Snowy Drive. This campaign is attributed to the threat actor UNC4698 
little bit less catchy than Midnight Blizzard. This targets oil and gas organizations primarily in Asia. These USBs spread the Snowy Drive malware through flash drives that create a backdoor on the host system and allow attackers to issue remote commands, propagate throughout the network, execute arbitrary payloads, all using the Windows command prompt and other actions. Just like the story we covered last week with Call of Duty, this malware is self-propagating, can even act like a worm. It'll install itself on other peripheral drives that are attached to the system. If you want all the nitty gritty details like indicators of compromise and other things about these malware campaigns, check out the Mandiant report in the link in the description below. All right, next up, let's talk about this new vulnerability that Rapid7 found in the Mobile Iron Core mobile device management solution that's used by organizations globally. While investigating a previous vulnerability in this same software, Rapid7 found a way for an unauthenticated user to access the full API of this MDM software. The bug allows a remote unauthenticated attacker to access API endpoints on an exposed management server. An attacker can use these API endpoints to perform a ton of operations, including the ability to disclose personal identifiable information and perform modifications all over the platform. Ivanti, the company behind Mobile Iron Core, has acknowledged the issue, but said they're not gonna fix it. This is in a version that's too old, it's end of life, it's no longer receiving support. As of the time of recording this, Shodan shows about 2,200 publicly available versions of this software exposed on the internet. You gotta think a security team is probably the one who rolled out an MDM solution. They expected to use it to make all of the mobile devices on their network more secure. And it's actually the thing that's causing them a heartache today. All right, this last one's a doozy. Reports are coming in that hundreds of Citrix servers have web shells on them. It looks like these shells are from a CVE that was used as a zero day just a few weeks ago against a US critical infrastructure organization. A few different research orgs are monitoring this attack and a nonprofit called Shadow Server has stated that if you did not patch by July 20th, you should assume compromise. That's how widespread this exploit is in the wild right now. This vulnerability, it primarily impacts the unpatched Citrix Netscaler ADC or the Application Delivery Controller and gateway servers. This critical remote code execution vulnerability allows attackers to execute any arbitrary code on vulnerable systems from wherever they're at. This means malicious actors can take advantage of the vulnerability, gain unauthorized access, control the affected servers, and potentially compromise the entire network to which these servers are connected. Citrix has released security updates and has urged all customers to patch as fast as they can. The US's cybersecurity an infrastructure security agency has ordered all federal agencies to patch their Citrix servers and even gave them a deadline to do so due to the severity of this issue. You know it's bad when a government agency is giving you a deadline to fix your bug. All right, that's what we got this week. Thanks for watching another Vulnerable You. Be sure to check out all the links in the description below, my newsletter, my Twitter, stay in touch, stay on top of the latest cybersecurity news.